The views and opinions expressed on Smack My Pitch Up are those of the panelists and not those of GUI Network, their sponsors, or any of the properties mentioned. Listener discretion is advised. This podcast is rated R for violence, language, and nudity. Well, it's a podcast. You won't see the nudity. I just do it to make the guest uncomfortable. mad with unnecessary reboots, remakes, and sequels. Only one podcast has the guts to make it even worse. This is Smack My Pitch Up. Yeah, it's funny that uh, Steven and I did for an episode Quantum Leap. Yeah. Oh, that was a great episode. That was a good in- initial episode. I think well, that was the first one we did, I think. Yeah, that right? was the yeah. inaugural episode for that. That was good. That so was apparently good. this uh, podcast has a hard-on for time travel movies and TV shows. Oh, that's true. Well, dude, it's a genre where you can literally do anything with it. Like anything you want. And that's yes. kind of the fun part with something like Smack My Pitch Up is <laughs> that's kind of where it gets fun, where you can play in the sandbox of that IP and not really have to worry about like ages of people or like right. you can do whatever Except you want. Terminator Genesis. Fuck that. <laughs> right. <laughs> that was like bad, bad fanfic. That that was, yo, God, yes, that was horrible. Yeah. Horrible. I mean, chunks of it were like good. You're like, all right, it, it's going to do a great buildup. And then they're like, well, because of time travel, we're going to do this. And you're like, no. You just because time travel doesn't give you carte blanche for everything. Well, what what you don't do is there's a couple rules in in movies and just any kind of fictional stuff. You, Uncle Ben stays dead. True. <laughs> and Truth. You don't turn John Connor into the bad guy. What the <sighs> fuck? Yeah. See, and they they somewhat did that with the uh, Sarah Connor Chronicles, though. Um, he wasn't necessarily a bad guy, but he was making deals. With um, yeah. Skynet and them, but he wasn't full fledged. I'm robotic now. Yeah, that or... was that was utter bullshit. That was. That's like Very if you true. were to take, say, Back to the Future, and you do a sequel, and Marty McFly is like the Biff character and a bad guy. Oh, totally. Because uh, yeah. it's too hard of a turn from the ultimate hero until into the bad guy. Right. You exactly. don't have any progression there, and it's just bullshit. So that, that's what I didn't like Terminator, and also I really hope they don't decide to do that with the fourth. Uh, Back to the Future movie, which oh, they just announced. Geez. Yeah. Well, and here's fingers crossed. Michael J. Fox announced it. The studios technically haven't announced it, I think. Okay. So there, I don't know if there's 100% green light or not, but we all have fingers, toes, nuts, everything crossed. Only because to, it, uh, Zemeckis has said on multiple occasions that he's got it set up where even after he dies, the rights go over to somebody else who is super against any kind of reboots or remakes. Right. So it's going to be a fourth Back to the Future or nothing. Not that that's True. exactly how we're going to play this. Oh, on, no. On this episode. <laughs> oh, no. Of Smack My Pitch Up. Um, I'm Mike the Hobbit <laughs> Bicket. And today, I guess, we today, we just enjoyed a lovely brunch. We're, we're brunching it. Thank you, Hobbit. With some uh, some nice mimosas. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we're going to sit down over mimosas and talk about what we would do with either a reimagining or a sequel to Back to the Future. I, I'm, going, I'm going there. You're going well, there? I'm, I'm taking the blasphemy hit on this one. You're going to get so much nerd hate. It's going to be delightful. Yeah, 
but I think I have enough to back it up. Okay. All right. I have enough. So yeah, definitely stick around and listen to our episode of Smack My Pitch Up all about Back to the Future. Hi, Scotty. Hi, Hobbit. Thank you guys for joining us for another episode of Smack My Pitch Up. And with me today to talk all things Back to the Future is a regular GY panelist. Hey. And someone that you may be hearing on the newest podcast on the Geeks Under the Influence Network, Geek Fathers. Uh, Mr. Scotty P., you may know him as the portly white Queequeg, uh, new new daddy. uh, On Geek Fathers, you're going as uh, Big Daddy? Uh, Yeah, I think it was a nickname I had at one point, um, just to add to the list, of course, that I have. But um, it's going to be the, it's going to be... Scott, Big Daddy Preston, mm-hmm. just because, man, that's that's been my favorite role so far these days. One, well, to be fair, you are big and you are a daddy, so it's not a lie. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. By no means is it like male chauvinist cock size yeah, issue. No. <laughs> you know, nothing. <laughs> Ask my wife. Trust yeah. me. <laughs> it's, it's, it's okay. So Geek Fathers, <laughs> uh, just a little bit of kind of a setup on what it's all about. What are you doing on Geek Fathers? It's going to be kind of a eclectic mix of stuff. Um for the most part, I I did my official intro episode, which will give a little bit of background. But for the most part, hopefully, it stays very lighthearted, very you know, ex- you know, the same you know to how we do GUI, anyways. But what are we doing for the next generation? Okay, we're getting them ready for what are they going to be geeks about? It may not be the same stuff we're into. But they're still going to be a geek about something. So it's just do, about being a geek and a father, basically. Essentially, I mean, the name says it all. There, there probably will be some serious notes. Sure. Um, there will definitely be, um, you know, sometimes as a male person or parent these days, you get a little bit lost because the mother gives birth. There's a different connection to the child that way. So mm-hmm. the fathers get lost that way. Hopefully, I can, you know, we there there'll be some back and forth how we can all do that. Community, man. It's what GUI is anyways. Sure. And, it, and it really does come down to community. We're all working together, get the next generation to hopefully do things better than we've done. Oh, let's fucking hope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Again, fingers crossed. Very yeah. much so for that. So, And then that's that's kind of it in a, in a gist. Sweet. So yep. you can hear Geek Fathers. Uh, the intro episode should be coming out this week on this stream, on the main GUI stream. Uh, just keep track of that at GUIpodcast.com along with all of our events in town. Speaking of mm-hmm. events, we will also be doing on July 5th, the day after 4th of July, our next beautiful Disasters B-Movie Night. If you're not too hungover. If you're not too hungover. Yeah. And, and you don't have to be in full 100% to it's do this. at a brewery. But it's also, <laughs> there's, there's seats and it's a movie. Like, you don't True. have to be super interactive for July because it's the day after 4th of July. We're doing the most American thing we can do. And the theme is America Chuck Yeah. So just guess <laughs> who's going to be the star. Come of- on. I dare you to yeah, guess wrong. Yeah. That's, uh, <laughs> so that's going to be a lot of fun. Bring your best America clothes you can, and uh, we should be handing out you know all sorts of dumb stuff for people as Always well. Always goodies. It's free, 7 to 9 p.m. at Strangeways Brewing Company on Dabney Road in Richmond, Virginia. Of course, all that stuff's available at GYPodcast.com as well. And now, onto the nitty-gritty. Oh, yes. So for those unfamiliar with Smack My Pitch Up, maybe haven't listen to an episode before um first off what are you doing there's several episodes before this and they're super fun oh yeah but what we do is we talk about what we would do for a reboot or remake or sequel to stuff you know ip that we love whether it be tv shows or movies and we just kind of play in that sandbox and figure out who we would cast who would direct it general storyline and then at the end of it we kind of come together with our version of the reboot or remake or sequel and we do a in a world like trailer 
thing about it that is usually uh, uh, fucking terrible. But that's the, the, the worst Mr. Phone voice ever. Yeah. For exactly. either one of us, yeah. anybody, really. So And uh, and we just kind of play around with it. So we're going to do funny and serious uh, choices for characters in our versions. We are going to have two separate versions of our vision for this. Yes. Uh, Scotty, are you doing a, a reboot, a reimagining, a sequel? As we mentioned, man, I'm going to go to... I'm taking the blasphemy route just because I, I had a couple of crazy ideas just to go along with it. But I'm doing reimagining, man. Okay. I'm doing a reimagining, changing the timeline a little bit. Honestly, the the plot will still, the core will still be the same. There's just a few tweaks I think that would be a little fun with some of the actors and stuff I chose. Okay. So. Okay. And yeah. so you're you're gonna be the one that's gonna be trounced on Twitter uh, about being a, a bad nerd. <laughs> yeah. 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 So good luck with me. that. And I am gonna take the super safe route. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> They announced they're doing a fourth Back to the Future movie. I guess not officially, but uh, yeah, I've, there there's all sorts of articles that are going back and forth on it. Um, to me, if Michael J. Fox says it's going through, I don't see why it wouldn't be. Yeah, that's true. So, that's true. but well, eh, let's hope. Let's see. I'm really going off of the announcement by Michael J. Fox, where all the main actors are going to be involved yes. with the new one. So, yes. of course, I'm not going to be recasting Michael J. Fox or Doc Brown or any any of the main characters so much as that auxiliary characters that would be involved in a fourth back to the future movie. So that's what I'm doing. Uh, let's, let's start with you, uh, Scotty. Oh, throw me under the bus right yeah, away. I'm going to super throw you under the bus. All one. right. Like the whole time, just the bus is going to keep on running over you. Fun stuff. Well, yeah. all right, let, let me put it this way. I, you, well, if you've listened to previous, just any episodes I've been on, I love playing the devil's advocate anyway. That is true. So, you know, you, you got to take the good, the bad, the ugly, the, the facts of life. The facts. Yeah, God damn yeah, it. No. All right. <laughs> Beat you to it. All right. Um, but again, essentially, uh, the, the, the the core plot is the same. You know, okay. there's time travel going back. Something happens with Marty's parents or, you know, this or that. He has to go back, fix some shit. And then, hence title, back to the get back to the future. Sure. Everything. Um, but I'm setting mine in a little bit more modern era of like 2015-ish. Okay. And but an homage to the OG of he has to travel, of course, thirty years, which would put him in nineteen eighty five, which yeah. is when the original movie took place. Okay. Blah blah blah. Um, but uh, you know, the the even the car is changing. The DeLorean was a great car for the eighties. Just the whole backstory, sure. Thing. Ooh, but, buddy. Oh man, you are just going for it. But there's there's two cars I I kind of. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> There's well there's there's a there's a sporty but yet affordable type car. It's one of those Scions like FRS cars that you okay. can just to to fix with the modern times. But also I thought just to poke fun at like if it did happen in modern times, a Prius. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Are you gonna also get Fallout Boy to do a reimagined cover of the uh, theme song for Back now, to the Future? I may be blasphemous, but I'm not <laughs> stupid, okay? <laughs> I mean come on. God damn it. <laughs> Those are just the minor tweaks with the change. You can still do the clock tower type stuff. Sure. You know, all that. And again, this will come more into play. For those of you that really want to blast me on online about this, that it, it could be a huge loophole about time or whatever. But again, this is based on a couple people who I have chosen for my actors. Sure. Doc Brown has already traveled back and knocked up Marty's mother. So Doc Brown is actually Marty's dad. Yes. What the fuck, dude? But Marty, oh, I am your father. <laughs> together, we can rule time space continuum but, but together. He, but he does not know that until Marty goes back in time himself and catches it kind of 
after it happens. What, he sees Doc Brown boning his mom? Not directly, but there's insinuation with it. With and then, as long as as long as during that it wasn't me, uh, it plays in the background. <laughs> it wasn't me. No, no. <laughs> you, well, you. <laughs> I mean, what what was it? What was a great '80s like? Made you think about fucking song. Uh, when I think about you, I touch myself. No, the vinyls was '90s. Was dude. that '90s? That was '90s, bro. Jesus Christ! It all blends together at this point. Um, maybe Shebop, Cindy Lauper, Cindy Lauper, maybe or uh, God, what would be a good one? Take on me, aha. Uh-huh. Uh, or anything, anything by Drama Rama. Ooh, okay, yeah. we'll okay. stick with that. All right, we'll, we'll cool. stick with that. Cool, cool, good cool. one, good one. But um, other than that, I mean, like I said, there's a few tweaks, and you can you could roll off with that one. That that was just. Um, oh, buddy. <laughs> yeah. But but see, if you think about it, though, even with 2015, the way things come in roller coasters, the skateboarding is still prevalent at that point. Um, you have a small town, not a whole lot. His dream is to get the big truck still. You're like playing with and, fire. Like you're going to yeah. have some like overly sensitive incel murk you uh, after this episode releases. Dude, I wouldn't doubt if I already have a target on my way, back from other shit I've said. That so. is possibly the most internet thing I've ever said. <laughs> That's true. That is true. But, you know, th- there's little stuff like that, and it, and it falls into, you know, does he, how does he prevent it? Does he, you know, there's still the dance, and, sure. you know. Like then, I said, there, there, but then you can play with also, like, the uh, Back to the Future 2, where he comes back to the dance, and then you've got the older Marty going back to, right. to the dance. Right, see, it plays into the sequels as well, you know, but there's, yeah, and, and see, but... But, and again, the loophole, if you, if you really want to, I'll give you, the, I'll give you the ammo at this point is that he has two older siblings mm-hmm. technically. So is it, does Doc Brown knock up the mother at least three times or is Marty end up being the oldest? Ooh, well, I mean, if you're doing a reimagining, you can kind of play with that. Exactly. Well. That, that's what, that's what I'm saying. There's, there's tweaks there, but I didn't put anything in stone because they, you know, again, I don't want to be completely shot in the face. With a shotgun. Yeah, right? I mean, yeah. that would be horrible. Yes. So, but th- th- that's the gist I'm going with. I, I kind of, I, I had more fun with picking my actors and okay. stuff, I think, you know. But you you get the idea. So basically, uh, Doc Brown isn't just some weird possible pervert that's hanging out with a young teenage oh, boy. Oh, wait until you hear the actor. Oh, Jesus. All right. Well, let me <laughs> let me go over my kind of plot idea first, and then we'll get into the actors and director and stuff. Awesome. So for me, I am definitely going with Back to the Future 4, a in-canon sequel to the three amazing Back to the Future movies. Yes. So with this, I'm kind of going with the uh, the past the torch movie approach, uh, much like Creed, which was had no justification to be as good as it was. Uh, it was it was phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. So I'm hoping that something <laughs> like that in a patch past the torch for Back to the Future sure. will also be good. So just to set up the thought process here in Back to the Future 2, which is going to be the most recent as far as the date goes to our current right right when we met marty's kids they were idiots and terrible but Mm -hmm. that was on the timeline where marty got hurt and he was kind of like dealing with his own demons and not being he was kind of an absentee father and just not really doing his business he fixed all that uh, at the end of uh of back to the future too so no three or three is it three it was the end of three where it actually got fixed where where there was the race and right okay yes that's right okay so at the end of Back to the Future 3, he changes the timeline. So as far as the future goes with his family and all that, all that you don't have any actual canonical uh, proof of how his family is. So you can yeah. actually have them being halfway decent human beings exactly. in the future. 
and I'm still running with, you know, he gets he gets married to his girlfriend, and mm-hmm. it's kind of similar to Back to the Future 2, but this is set in 2020, so five years after what we saw from Back to the Future 2. Yep. His kids are a little bit older, early 20s, um, possibly, you know, and uh, and there's still a little wiggle room with that because, yeah. again, well, the future change. You, well, so. you could do butterfly effect, too, that technology can even be slightly different just because of even one event causing sure, some exactly. other shit to That's happen. That's the beautiful thing. You know. Oh, yeah. Beautiful thing with time travel. The, the good time travel story. Yeah. So basically, the, what ends up happening is that Biff Jr. Um, gets a hold of the uh, the train that we saw at the end of Back to the Future 3, the time-traveling train, in the future. In, like, right. In the future uh, past 2020. Like, we're talking, oh, like, 2030, okay. 2045, like an old Biff Jr. Okay. That uh, comes uh, back to about 2020 and kidnaps Marty's kids, who in Back to the Future 2 were was Marty Jr. and Marlene McFly. Yes. So... He comes back and kidnaps them, mm-hmm. and then Jules and Vern, Doc Brown's kids, uh, come back from the future, back to the future, to track down Marty and and his wife. Like we've got to get, we got to save your kids. It's your kids, Marty. It's your kids. <laughs> Beautiful. That, okay. that that's good. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Okay. So so they end up going into the future, um, which is I'm aiming for around like 2030, 2045. You can play with that a little bit because at that point, of course, te- technology is gonna allow for people to age much longer than they sure are at this point so well and special effects are a lot better than even back in like when, when was three out like still it was still like the late 80s early 90s uh, it was early 90s uh, when part three yeah. came out so yeah. or no it was late 80s late 80s late yeah, 80s. yeah, yeah. so yeah. special effects are a lot more special these days sure so so basically uh jules and Vern come from the future to 2020 the biff that kidnapped Marty's kids is from an alternate timeline that's a, a deadline. Uh, if you go to like Doctor Who and The Flash, uh, there's so yeah. many times where there's an alternate timeline that basically is dying out because the p- past has been changed. Yep. So Biff's future is like in the process of fading out, like in the first movie where the the kids or the the siblings the pictures the, disappearing. The pictures disappearing. And, uh, yeah. Okay. His his future is changing, uh, so his timeline is about to die. So he comes into the past to steal the kids to try to alter the timeline. Um, to save himself. Are you trying to give us an aneurysm here? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you just named it probably about the next trilogy of movies, really, when it comes down to it. Sure, well, that's kind I of. Mean, the, I, I would, t- I would totally watch it. Don't get me wrong. Kind but. of the point with this, uh, with this sequel, is that I'm actually setting it up so that you can do a series of Back to the Future movies even after Michael J. Fox isn't able to do it anymore. Right. You know, right. as uh, the um, the original actors can't be involved. It uh, passes the torch to the kids. Of, yes. Of, uh, no, no, no. And that's, that's a involved. great idea. I think that's a great idea. Yeah. So that that's the basic setup for the plot um, is that there, it's not only just playing with uh, time, but it's also really playing with a little bit more of the different timelines. So it's time and space. Similar kind of story, but giving it the new twist and turns. and Yeah. And so you, you, know. can, you can play a little bit more with the alternate futures and alter, alternate past sure. thing a little bit. So that's awesome. That's the game plan there. Um, and of course, they have to fix up the old DeLorean um, that totally got smashed. Well, they have to go back into the past before it got smashed and steal get, it. OK, fair uh, enough. Time travel movie. Duh. Yeah. So they're going to have like some rigged up time travel device outside of the train that the Jules and Vern use. Um, kind of that's kind of stealing from Doctor Who, where Jack Harkness has the little wristwatch that it, that's well, a little bit more raggedy. If, if you really want to stick to Back to the Future, though, you give them a time travel skateboard. 
Oh, right. Okay. You just totally rig up a skateboard <laughs> or, just, or a hoverboard even. And four people on one skateboard trying to travel through time. It could be a long board. We got to get this up. <laughs> Marty, we got to get this up to eight miles per hour. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, everybody balance. Yeah, right. Balance. <laughs> No, that'd be so dangerous. That'd be that. Or, so dangerous. Or just like a really sad, like four person bike, you know, the, the tandem bike. <laughs> right. That they have to like go, no, you go, go down the hill. Who is pushing against the pedals? <laughs> that would, okay. So, yeah, a lot of fun with that one. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the basic gist. Now, uh, let's get into the characters and, and directors and such for right. our movies. Now, we're going to do a funny and an actual choice. For okay. our roles. So uh, who do you have for your first one there? You're, you're doing uh, recasting of some of the original characters, right? Um, well, I mean, th- to me, there will always be cameos of stuff, but I, I've basically recasted everything. Now, of course, even in a reimagining, just to call it contradicting, if you will, Zemeckis must be tied to a Back to the Future. I don't care. Good, bad, ugly, whatever it is. Yeah. I mean, it, he would be a great name. But honestly, the only other director I could see doing something of this level of nerd would be jj abrams on either level man yeah i could definitely see i that. mean you know he did a great reimagining with star trek and all that and you know even though some people don't agree with it he continued the story for star wars yeah so he could go either path when he's also familiar with uh tweaking the timeline a little bit so you can have a see? new series of movies without really having to lean on the canon of the original. Exactly, exactly. So So he just pulls a Star Trek on Back to the Future. Essentially, yeah. Yeah, okay. So, um, but really, those were the only directors that I could think of that could have the moxie to do it, man. I mean, uh, yeah. on any level, really. I mean, neither one of them I would consider a funny director, but, I mean, I mean, if you want me to just choose a stupid director, I'll put him... Michael Bay, just so we have more explosions. No, no, God, no. Yeah. Oh my God, dude. The, dude, that was totally like not a legit answer. I Calm might, yourself I might down. Fight, I might fight you at this point. Oh like, Lord, shut Jesus. up. Jesus. No, that, that was totally not a real answer though. All right, and that's the episode of Smack My Pitch Up for this. <laughs> I'm, cut, I'm cutting it short. I'm cu- Sorry. I can't. No. All right, so so you're saying JJ would be your, your choice? He'd be, I think he'd be my go-to, you okay. know, under Zemeckis again, of course, okay. but um, he would be my go-to of any other director to even touch this thing. Okay. And with me, uh, the I'll, I'll do the serious one first because it's kind of a no-brainer. Since it is a sequel, uh, the director that did the first three, obviously, is Robert Zemeckis. He's right. been adamant about not having anybody else touch his movies, and I'm, mm-hmm. I can appreciate that, and I wouldn't really sure. fight him on that. If we were to choose another director, and this isn't so much a funny choice for director, so much as somebody that I could see, or people that I could see doing it oh, besides, uh, p- besides Zemeckis, is... Uh, and also, there's a little bit of a tie to Rick and Morty uh, this way. Is it's two directors that went on to do a lot of Marvel stuff uh, that started doing Arrested Development and Community, which is tied yep. to Dan Harmon, who did Rick, Rick and Morty. So there's a little bit of a, a line. I wanted that line between Rick and Morty there, and Back there's to the Future. There's six degrees. Yeah. There's six degrees. Is, uh, talking, of course, the Russo brothers who yep. did uh, Captain America Winter Soldier, Civil War, Infinity War, and they're going to do the other Infinity War movie as well. Yep. So they've got tons of chops on big budget and also, yeah. you know, fun indie TV stuff, too. Again, again, totally doable. Absolutely. I think they are also able to work that balance between adventure and sci-fi and comedy. They are able to really weave that yeah. in throughout. So if there was anybody I could see touching this property, though I'm not exactly super in support of that, it would be them, I think, would at least be very well, mindful. I, I think that the main disclaimer should be that Anything outside of a legit sequel and only Zemeckis doing it, this is by all means just in t- 
tongue-in-cheek fun. I like we, we keep like <laughs> I mean, tiptoeing around that because right. it's a very um, I mean, I'll throw that out topic. there. Like, like again, I will totally play devil's advocate with a reimagining. Yeah. But when, if if you were to ask me seriously, of course, give me the legit sequels and Mecca's directing and all the the original cast in by all means. All right. So let let's get because I didn't recast any of the main actors, of course, because I'm doing sequels. So let let's get that Marty. Let's get that Doc Brown. Okay. From okay. Well, I, I feel it's it's only second on my list, but I feel like to help give you the idea of where kind of my my plot started sure. churning. And, and and well, a lot of my actors can flip-flop between funny and serious, too. Okay. Because, again, like I was mentioning before we were talking, so many current actors have great chops in many genres now. Sure. Um, they, there's a lot of crossover. So, but really what got my brain, for whatever reason, in this direction, and this is my only envisioning of Doc Brown... On any version, Christopher Walken. I yeah, I kind of want to see that now. Uh, that'd be <laughs> see, and and part of where my and, and where it comes back to the plot as well is that Marty starts acting like Christopher Walken after he finds out and they're trying to fix stuff. Oh, he Jesus. has little twinges throughout the movie like Christopher Walken oh, that, that wasn't there originally. That hurts my brain a little bit. Like that that's that's kind of painful to think about. Right, I, I'm not sure. Like ouch, ouch. All right, so that's your Doc Brown. Yeah, yeah, Doc all around. 360 Doc Brown, right there. God damn it. <laughs> all right, well, who's... All right, now, my first funny for Marty McFly, and again, this is just because um, I, I think he does a great homage to the 80s anyways, and he's maybe a touch younger than what Hollywood look at for this age, but, um, and I'm going to mispronounce the name, it's Sean Giabroni, and he plays Adam Goldberg on The Goldbergs. Okay, okay. But, he, but legit age actually fits what Marty should be. Yeah. So, okay. and you know, a little, and, and he's got that great, like he's already passed the squeaky voice at this point because they definitely had that on the show. Um, but I thought that would just be a nice little nod to, you know, eighties. Oh and, yeah. Absolutely. You know, all yeah. that. So, but my serious choice was actually a uh, Josh Hutcherson. Okay. You all know, right. that's Peter or whatever from. Yeah. Hunger yeah. Yeah. Games that is and, not and, bad. That is and, not bad at all. Well, and he was, I thought he was a great child. Oh, um, what is it? Um, what's that show that he did for Hulu? It was funny as hell. It's a new one. It's a Hulu exclusive. Oh, uh, Future Man. Future Man. Dude. Super fun. Hilarious. Again, time travel. Yeah. So so that was my serious choice. Um, Lorraine Baines, the uh, mother. And again, both of these, these are really two key ones that could go either way, funny or serious. Yeah. Jennifer Lawrence. Okay. Anna Kendrick. Both actresses that I have a deep uh, appreciation for. Exactly. And as do I. Yeah. So, and I I could see them being either super silly or really playing the legit, like, hi, Calvin, you know? Oh, man. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh. And and again, a lot of these actors are, there's good, they, I can see them doing both, but I I definitely had multiple ones. I got to keep on. Iterating that. Well, let, let me get a couple of mine in here before we move oh, on Lord. with the rest of your choices here. So, I, I of course, I'm not recasting Marty or Doc Brown or anything, but with my storyline, it's their kids. So, kind of in tandem with that you're talking right. about, um, Marty's son, Marty Jr., the funny choice, and it's mainly because I <laughs> looked it up and he, the, he's the main guy that's focused on as being a lookalike for, uh, for Michael J. Fox, is you may know him as uh, Bailey from Party of Five, uh, Scott Wolf. Is the oh, actor, and wow. I, I pulled it up so Scotty, you can see it. But um, it's it's pretty good. It, 
actually, yeah, now that you actually, I never thought about that with him before, but yeah, it, it could work. And he's at the age now where he would be an appropriate age for like an... Uh, he looks younger than he actually is, which oh, is yeah, important. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, he'd absolutely. be able to pull off a Marty Jr. in 2020 relatively yeah, well. Youngish adult yeah. type age. Yeah. 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 So sure. I, I think Scott Wolf is that's my my uh, funny choice because he doesn't have a whole lot of acting uh, besides uh, no. No. Uh, Party of Five. So that that's. Uh, oh, he, he was in that remake of V. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he yeah. was. Yes. Yes, yeah. he was, in fact. The, uh, the serious choice for Marty Jr., I decided to go with uh, somebody that everybody's just all sorts of, of about oh, uh, after the second season of this Netflix series. Uh, from Stranger Things, Steve, uh, Joe Keery, as Marty McFly's uh, son. <laughs> so you, you cut his hair down a little bit, but he still gets a little bit of a quaff there. You and... what type of weed whacker you'd have to take that thing out, man? No Holy shit, shit. Man. Yeah, and then I, I'm pretty sure that hair is self-aware and would fight back. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. A, a knife would come out of somewhere. I'm, <laughs> I'm you know, just... That, that would be dangerous. Be the per- first person to be shivved by hair. Yeah, basically. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Joe Keery, I think he's good, a great that, actor. That is actually a really good one. I and like that. He is also very easily able to play both like an, a good actor, but is able to mm-hmm. play the funny relatively well and sure. kind of a little zany on the actiony sequences as well, which is what yeah. you really need for Back to the Future to work. Yeah, absolutely. Even if it is not Marty McFly, but his son, you still want a little bit of that note. Um, you don't want to Shia LaBeouf the situation where it's a totally different type oh, of character fuck. from the. Yeah. Ugh. Um, Don't give us the beef, man. Come yeah, on. no, no, not at all. With uh, Marlene McFly, which is Marty's daughter, uh, if you are not aware, Marlene was actually played by Michael J. Fox in Back to the Future too. Yeah. Well, played... this is technically your only recasting is with his kids. Yes. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, but Marlene, I, I didn't. The joke is Scott Wolf and drag would be <laughs> Marlene McFly, so he plays two, <laughs> two parts. Uh, except I don't know how well that would go over nowadays in. Uh, in, in film, yeah, it would, what? There'd be a lot of people hypersensitive to the idea of somebody that's um, not actually. Hey, if John Travolta can do hairspray. Uh, I don't know if he he did do hairspray. Well, I think there's a difference. It doesn't between, justify the the remake of that movie. Yeah, but he did do the character in hairspray. That's let's true. say this. But I didn't. I couldn't think of an actual actress that would be funny aside from just actually Scott Wolf and Drag. Fair enough. Yeah, and just kind of a or, nod to the original, or, or to have Scott Wolf and Drag with Steve as the brother. There we go. See, yeah. there you go. <laughs> yes, there we go. I think we have a winner. Uh, the other, the actress that I chose for Marlene uh, is uh, going to be a little bit younger than Marty Jr., mm-hmm. but I think is an actress that'd be able to be kind of a little uptight, but still like get into the nitty gritty when it comes down to it. Is uh, Evan Rachel Wood? Ooh, that would be, and she's so like, she has a face of a younger person. Sure. Period. And yeah. I. That would be, ooh, I like that. Yeah, I, like I that. think she would be a, a good choice here. And also, I'm just a big fan of, of her as an actress. She's a great actress. Oh, yeah, so. absolutely. Uh, so, and as far as uh, the Browns, since you covered the Browns as well, uh, Jules <laughs> and, and Vern Brown. Right. Uh, one's slightly older than the other, uh, mm-hmm. but they're very close in age. One's a brunette and one's a blonde, and I considered that when uh, Jules, I think, is the uh, is the brunette. And the blonde yep. is is uh, Vern. That sounds right. Yeah. So for my funny is because they are time uh, tra- time traveling brothers, you can have them at any age you want. Mm-hmm. And the look on your face. I'm right so now. excited. I would love, <laughs> I would love on my funny for this is uh, Jules, who is the brunette, to be played by uh, John C. Riley, <laughs> and Vern uh, played by Will Ferrell, and you just do like a step brothers, uh, where they're just like. Constantly bickering with each other and like like slap fighting and stuff while they're trying to get the shit done. 
Oh um, my. And, and, the, <laughs> and the sad part is I'm picturing this in the outfits that they're wearing in Back to the Future 3. Oh, they would super wear like train for, conductor yeah. overalls in the hats. Um, but <gasps> no, no, no. I'm talking about from the Old West, like the little oh, jumpers. Right. No, no, no. I want yeah. straight up overalls in a train conductor hat with both of them dressed that way. And then like slap fighting when they get back to the to the Back to the Future to get Marty. And they're just like... <laughs> trying to talk at the same time and they you know like no I'm, i i said i would go first like no you can get the other part and like really <laughs> is not able to get the information out because they're too busy arguing with I each dig other it. Yeah. i dig it man that that would be great yeah but that <laughs> is super not my serious choice no, uh, no, no 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 i went with and uh this it's still kind of that tone of two really awkward dorky brothers that are incredibly intelligent they're their father's mm. children uh but they're just awkward and they bicker a lot because it's it's kind of that dynamic from uh the two scientists in pacific rim uh, sure. where yeah, they, yeah, they yeah. have different approaches to the thing but ultimately when it comes down to it they get together and they yeah get the shit done that's what i was going for and uh so my choice is uh, younger actors than john c Bradley and will ferrell is Good. for the brunette uh jewels i chose and this isn't actually a joke i think it would be a good choice here um i normally sit, add him in into stuff but i think this would actually be a good call oh, is fuck. to have jay baruchel as fucking uh, hell as jules brown he's <laughs> he's awkward he he could play the dorky scientist kind of kid pretty well like that's definitely in his and wheelhouse th- th- to be fair I, I i considered him for a possible part in my list yeah. as well just to you know yeah and yeah I wanted the brothers to be relatively similar as far as their their look and their attitudes and personalities mm-hmm. and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I wanted a, a a blonde actor, but also somebody that has like their own kind of neurotic approach to it. So Vern, the blonde son, Michael Sarah. So Jay Baruchel and Michael Sarah just oh, awkwarding shit. the fuck out of a scene together. Oh my god! And the running joke is when they come, when a theory comes up, they say it at exactly the same time, so it's almost kind of a twin dynamic, but they're just slightly different in age. It would it would work. Can I can I leave now? Yeah, you can leave. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank for you, very appreciate. Actually, I I see where you're going with that. Just your fucking just fuck Jay Barishaw and get it over with, man. <laughs> come on. <laughs> Uh, everybody should be familiar at this point that I've got a man crush on Jay Baruchel. So I actually just watched She's Out of My League again the other night. And it's just a delightful film. You know, I've never seen the whole thing. It's it's good. It's, yeah. It's a I good mean, I, I, I had a chance to watch like maybe the first like 45 minutes or so and just, you know, children, time. Sometimes that oh, happens. Fair enough. So, fair you enough. know, but that that's where I got with the the Browns and the Fly family. Mm-hmm. Who do you, you have a Biff, don't you? I have a Biff. Now, um, and again, I, I have to emphasize, especially with this one, it can go either way, funny or serious. Sure. Um, now, just to make sure, well, I'll, I'll, I'll just to give you a chuckle, Peter Dinklage. As Biff. As Biff. Yes. So kind of pulling his character from Elf a little bit. like as Yeah, kind of a, a, t- a touch of Elf, yeah. even a touch from like Game of Thrones, yeah. you know, for the attitude. And I, I just picture like one of his cronies picking him up to get in somebody's face. Oh, that's, man, dude, that's your funny, I'm assuming, right? Like I said, it could go either way. Oh, man. Oh, <laughs> it could I go I, and I think I, I may stick to him. Let me, let me pull up a picture because the, my next one was kind of like an offshoot. It, it, it was really, you, you probably wouldn't know until you see him, which is just the way my brain works anyways. But let me, 
because I, I, I definitely want you to see who I'm talking about when I say this. And pardon me here. I know I'm. <laughs> yeah, this is really great radio. Uh, looking up stuff on our phones uh, while recording. An I know. Audio commentary or audio. Uh, hush up now. Yeah. Now. And again, because this actor can go both ways, but you may know him. He um, had a cameo on um, Sons of Anarchy. And do you watch uh, the new, the uh, Shameless, the American version? Yeah. Steve Howey. Okay. All right. Yeah, I can see that. Definitely. Yeah, because he's done enough funny. If, if y'all really want to go old school, he was Reba, on Reba with yeah. Reba McIntyre. Okay. Yeah. So, again, an actor that I've seen do very, very serious and some funny stuff as well. So that, that's why I say I, I, I had fun choosing my actors that could really... I could see him in both scenarios. Yeah, fair enough. So much. But Steve Howey, I, I, I like him anyways. I just like the way he acts. He, he's good. Okay. He's good. Uh, Biff, Biff was a tough one, man. Like that, yeah. I, had, I had a little bit of a trouble trying to figure out, uh, figure out who to cast as Biff Jr. Because, of course, Biff Jr. was played by the same actor that played Biff exactly. in Back to the Future 2. So you can't really pull that off in a, in nowadays with the age of the actors and everything. So I had mm-hmm. to uh, come up with my own choices for the, for the junior part and for the funny i thought uh jake Busey as biff jr would holy be, but jesus would be man a uh, very interesting choice and half the screen would be teeth and i well i just want to see jake Busey in the weird metal tooth hat that was being worn in back to the future <laughs> well too. Good, good segue into that i guess yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> i i need to see that in my life i might even photoshop I, that I, just, I could give you that one yeah yeah fair enough uh of course that would be a uh terrible <laughs> choice <laughs> um and just so much horse teeth you wouldn't even know what to do with it oh jesus but the the serious choice and i think it's a great actor and he would be just kind of a kind of dumpier version of biff um mm-hmm. not quite as fit but just the angry kind of bigger dude character right, as, right. as Biff Jr. Uh, let himself go a little bit is uh, Ethan Supley from uh, Mallrats. He was in My Name Is Earl as. Uh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That I. He, it, it wouldn't be bad. It wouldn't be bad, but Biff's a hard character to cast. It is. I mean, that that's kind of why I went like why I decided to have a little fun with like Peter Dinklage and stuff because I'm sitting here going. To even try to reimagine that character outside of the original actor who did it. Sure. Who the fuck does that? Well, you know, that's, that's how can you do that? A good chance for us to mention to our listeners, if you have a better idea on who to cast as a Biff or Biff Jr. in the reimagining sure. or the, and honestly, a reimagining or Biff Jr. would probably both work for this casting. Yes. Yes. So if you have an idea for an actor that you would love to cast in this, uh, you know, post on our social media stuff. Let us know. I, I'd love seeing this type of stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah, that Biff was really tough. That, that's the last of my casting. You get a couple more, don't you? I do. Well, I mean, I even went as far as, um, well, you have George McFly, of course. Of course, yeah. So, you you know, privy to that. Um, my funny one, th- this is, some of these other characters are a little bit more, like, funny, serious. You know, can't always swap them out. But I did have, uh, well, one funny, just to see it happen, just to see what he could do with that character. Sure. Bill Murray. As George McFly. Yes. Crap. Yeah. He's a little bit yeah. up there in age, though, to be able to pull that off nowadays. Though. Well, yeah, and that was my only concern. That's why I say it would be more of the funny. And again, you know, the special effects are a little bit better these days. Yeah, you know, true. But, but throw, dye his hair dark, throw a little extra hair on him and give him those glasses and slick it all back. And he's like, ah, 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 you know, that type of thing. <laughs> I mean... He, he's done crazier shit. Oh, that is true. That so, is very true. Um, and I actually had a tie between the serious. Um, 
One a little bit more would probably be more well known is uh, Johnny Galecki, Big Bang Theory, David, oh, right. David okay. from Roseanne. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I could see him being a George McFly. That's actually a really good call. I could see that. That definitely. well, and then um, the little less known, he's more of an indie actor, really, when it comes to these days. Paul Dano. Ooh, also, yeah, he could definitely you know, pull that. Yeah, just I. I Paul Dano's great. Oh, I love him. He's I, fucking great. I, every movie I've ever seen, even um, what was that one with like um, the girl next door about the porn star that the his friend starts dating and he ends up being in a porn oh, and stuff. Right. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. It, even that that stupid like comedy thing, man. He his 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 character is one of the best ones. Oh, sure. You know. So I mean, granted, I, I just gave away the most horrendous plot probably ever, <laughs> but you know, but um. I, I think he could do it. it. You know, again, just slick back that hair, put those big uh, rim glasses on him, and I think he could do it. That's actually, that's solid. And because, of course, you're not getting Crispin Glover to come back. Oh. My, my thought process is that, of course, I want uh, Marty's mom, um, the actress. Oh, but Leah Thompson. Uh, Leah Thompson, yeah. Yeah. You get her back as, like, old lady uh, in, in sure. my version uh, with just kind of a nod uh to the fact that Crispin Clover would never come back to reprise his role. So right. you're like, well, your father dying last year was really a hit to our family. Exactly. And you pull, I, like, the, the Sean Connery in uh, Crystal Skull look at a picture of thing. Yeah. Um, and, yep. uh, and then you're done. Then you're fine. That That's the only way you'll probably ever get Crispin Glover to even come touch a Back to the Future it's movie. It's just a ever. picture of yeah, him. A yeah, a picture of him that they probably were like, well, we used it for something in one of the original movies, and so it's officially ours. Yeah. Is probably how they had to argue that sure, one as well. of course, yeah. So, so yeah, uh, Marty's dad is super dead in four. Like, yeah, he would have to Legit dead, not murdered, but no, legit dead Just like time. legit dead. Right, yeah, right. Yeah. Fair enough. Like old age. I mean, he was an old man at that point, yeah. so yeah, that's, that's fine. But uh, the one thing I did want to make sure... In, in, whether it be a reimagining or a remake or, or a sequel or whatever mm-hmm. uh, to Back to the Future, just for fan service alone, you have got to do an Easter egg of Rick and Morty in there. I just yes. want like their spaceship or something in the background somewhere during mm-hmm. the scene. And just like you see two characters walking towards it, one with like big spiky blue hair and then just a little kid in a yellow shirt just walking towards it, just in a passing shot That's it. like for yeah. a split second. And that immediately everybody like ooh, or oh like in back to the future too where they actually go to the future for the first time and they're in the flying interstate yeah highway and you can have the ship fly by them and that's, you see rick and morty that's in it. all you need yeah that's all exactly you need. it doesn't need to be a major plot point or anything like that it would be two seconds just a beautiful like oh hey look yeah exactly it'd yeah. be fucking great so uh what else you got you got any um either? oh mr strickland the principal oh okay my funny Terry Crews. In. Fucking in. No, 100%. Yeah. That would, oh, my God. Yeah, that would be super Terry good. Cr- that would be super good. I'd love that. Well, see, because I even played around with um, uh, even, like, uh, Kevin Hart as Biff as well. The only struggle, but, the only struggle that I see with, with Terry Crews is that if they're going to 1955 at any point, uh, a black principal. But, but see, mine's a reimagining. They wouldn't go back that far. They have no reason to. Okay. So 85 is the. Right. Okay. 85. Oh, then yeah. that's fine. That's doable. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right, yeah, because so. fifty five, it's like, oh no, oh, no, <laughs> no, that won't, uh-uh. that won't work. Uh-uh. No way. But um, I did give a serious one, and dude, he's been blown up even more so lately. I I really saw as like a serious Mister Strickland of Josh Brolin, man. Ooh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I, just, I mean, he would look really weird with like no hair, 
Yeah. But and, and that's my staple to this. Even with a reimagining, like someone like Mr. Strickland, he, he still has to have like no hair, nothing. Which again, mm-hmm. Terry Crews fits perfectly. Oh, absolutely. But but get tell Josh to take everything off and just have him walk around. Are you a slacker, McFly? You know, <laughs> whatever. So okay. yeah, sweet. And then um, uh, oh, I did have one more. Jennifer Parker, the girlfriend. Oh right, okay. Um, I did have her, and again, these are uh, a couple of different ones: uh, Macy Williams and uh, Haley Orancha. Well, Macy um, is from uh, Game of Thrones. Right? Game of Thrones, okay. right? Um, the one that turns into the sword fighter and yeah. everything. Yeah. Haley is um the sister from the Goldbergs, which is oh, why I thought of that. Okay. One. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. fair enough. So again, those were more so of like possible like looks, and, and again, good acting chops as far as I'm concerned. I like what they do. Sure. So. All right, so that's I think our yeah. casting at this point. So um, yep. we're we're starting to get close to the end here. So let's let's quickly go through uh, some of our mashup ideas. Sure. So uh, let, let's consult the social media. We had a couple uh, couple ideas that our fans posted on. Uh, I posted earlier today. Mm-hmm. If you were to see some TV or movie property mashed up with the Back to the Future series, what would you like to see? And our our buddy Drew posted that he would love to see a mashup of either Family Ties or Teen Wolf with Back to the Future. <laughs> and I told you, Family Ties was actually one I was considering as well. Family Ties yeah. would be kind of tough because uh, like, the only thing you could really do is maybe do the Back to the Future family as the Family Ties set up. And every time he went into the house, it just went into straight up sitcom mode. And there was like a laugh track when they went in and it was like, well, dad, you know. <laughs> oh, my God. The filming on that would be insane. Oh, my God. It would be. That it, would be. Geez. Yeah. But. but it would be funny. That would be. <laughs> it would be really the funny. The people that got it would find it hilarious. The people that wouldn't, yeah. it would be jarring and upsetting. I think very much so. Very much so. So uh, with Team Wolf, I think there's a better chance of mashing up there because all you got to do is, let's say in my in my sequel, uh, Marty McFly Jr. was bitten by a werewolf, and in the midst of trying to uh, to like fight against uh, Biff Jr. in the future. His great first turns. Uh, they go back to, they go to the future um, okay. and, and Marty's, you know, trying to find his son and stuff and they end up landing on a full moon uh, in the future and he's like, oh no, <laughs> worst timing ever and then turns into a werewolf and he's like a werewolf loosed in the future. Okay, fair enough. I can take that. I'll, I'll take that. And you just have him rolling through the streets and there's like laser basketball or whatever is played in the future and he just does like a super sweet like triple flip dunk. As he's like running, <laughs> only if they give him the the yellow uh, jersey again yes, from whatever high course. school it was from Teen Wolf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay, yeah. okay, yeah. I dig it. I dig it. Well, all I'll, you have to do is that when Marty Junior is kidnapped, he's in his basketball uniform from school uh, when he gets kidnapped, so he's wearing that for half the time. Sure. And then he just wolfs out in the future, and he's wearing it already. And then you're good. <laughs> you're solid. Wolf to the future. Wolf to the future. Oh my God, that's the name of the episode. <laughs> that's that's it. Okay, yeah, we, we're done. We're. Uh, let me. I'm writing it down. Uh, the other ones is Hunter from Beautiful Disasters suggested, uh, and this is going to be a lot more fun. Uh-oh. Uh oh. If we were to mash up either Aliens or The Matrix. Oh, I should. With Back to the Future. Of course, future. he would say Aliens. Yeah. <laughs> aliens. I I think for me it would be they go into the future and Xenomorphs have. Made it back to Earth. Sure. And so you can even put it in the same universe, but one of the samples got back to Earth and, of course, yeah. got out of control and started you know, tearing shit apart. And that's why they had to go into like the that. past to try to yeah. stop the xenomorphs from, uh, from getting to Earth. I, on that, on, on involving aliens, I will totally take that. I will totally take that. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm writing down yeah. Wolf to the Future. <laughs> well, my, my number one pick 
Because uh, is that the last that we have from uh, the internet world? Uh, well, there's Matrix and Matrix. Matrix. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's kind of an easy one. Is that you know this is the you, the prequel where they mentioned that we tried to do a utopia where everyone was happy and you, it, so you just do a different version of reality, quote unquote, from the Matrix. Sure. That involves time travel and everything, and then they. Well, find it's out not actually it's, time travel. You're just um, going to a different Matrix. Yeah. There we go. I'd, I'd say that that would actually surprisingly work well right? yeah 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 it's time travel but not really you know and then marty runs into neo who goes like whoa and <laughs> no they both go whoa, whoa. Oh, at the same time <laughs> yes yes Yay. yes okay i'm good with that well um, that blows all my shit out of the water well what do you well, think well my, my main one my, my main mashup i just thought that would be funny especially after watching his new show on hulu time cop okay with van damme okay and I don't know if you've ever seen that uh, John Claude Van Johnson show on Hulu. No, I've heard it's really good. It is fucking hilarious. Okay, totally makes fun of himself. Totally makes fun of his acting, but he's a legit government black ops agent. Well, if you want to see uh, another a film of John Claude Van Damme making fun of himself, there's the movie JCVD that came out. I've heard about that. Like maybe 2010, s- something like yeah. that, where he plays himself, where he gets he's going to a bank and he's like divorced and he's fighting over like uh, uh parental rights for his kid with his yeah and he's at a bank in belgium and when it gets robbed and he's one of the hostages in a bank heist oh and it's him no dealing with the like the stare but people view him as as he's just an actor that knows martial arts that's uh that's like stuck in a bank he's like no i'm not an actual action hero like i'm i'm just an actor <laughs> And just the the struggle between it's really good and it's totally making fun of himself the entire time. Nice. Okay. Yeah. I've I've heard of it. I I, I just haven't had a chance to check that out. So yeah. I gotta... if, if you like, uh, from what I've heard of Jean Claude Van Johnson, is that what it's called? Yeah. It's very similar, kind of tongue in cheek. Oh on yeah. Himself, so. Oh yeah. The the way they film the movies, and I say that in air quotations. Yeah. And they they show the outtakes and the like the things that they're. Oh, it's fucking hilarious. Okay. Cool. Fucking hilarious. So uh, the the mashup that I thought of is a, a I mean it's kind of a no brainer but Doctor Who I I was thinking a Doctor Who at that point but again that's probably going to be the most common one really if well, you and the thing is we've already discussed this a little bit on the Quantum Leap episode where we mm-hmm. talked about some event in the past where all the time travelers time cop Doctor Who Back to the Future everybody yeah descends on this one singular moment that changes human history and they're all mm-hmm. fight, in fighting with each other trying to deal with it or they just you joke that they've run into each other a bunch in the past. So they're like, oh, hey, Marty. Hey, what's up, doctor? Right, and right. So if you could do a Back to the Future where just like Rick and Morty, there's just a phone box in the background. And sure. And you see just like a glimpse of somebody getting inside of it. And then you shoot yeah. to uh, the shot for shot conversation and then the pullback shot, the it's gone. You know? Yes. Then no. that's all you got to do. Exactly. That's it. Exactly. No, I and, and again, those were some of the same thoughts. I mean, again, doc, there are staples, as we mentioned at the beginning of the episode, time travel. There, there are staple movies, Terminator, Doctor Who, well, TV, whatever. Those are a given. I, 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 like for Time Cop, I can just imagine Van Damme just like hopping in the car going, I got to take this car for a moment and shoving Marty over and driving him somewhere and they go on some other weird adventure, you yeah. know? So it's, time travel is fun. It is. It is. It's so much fun. <laughs> and there's so much opportunity with the with the new Back to the Future movie, or if you were to uh, say want to ruin your life by reimagining it, there's plenty. To oh play yeah, with. I'm I'm gonna become a hermit now. Yeah, right. <laughs> so <laughs> you will be shunned by the entire internet. Yes. 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 All right. So next up is our last little bit, which is of course the trailer narration. So 
I'm going to get the uh, music together. Did you want to go first or you want to go second? It uh, doesn't matter to me. Okay. Well, let's uh, get the I'll music together and uh, we'll start in a second here. In a world where some crazy scientist has knocked up your mother and messed up the past, you must travel back to fix the relationship of your parents and the town you live in. But after getting stuck in 1985, you have to find a way to get back to the future. God damn it. Okay. That's pretty good. That's not Thank bad you. at all. Thank yeah, you. no, I, I'm, uh, I'm good with that. Um, I'm definitely going to choose a little bit zanier of a choice. Um, I'm still doing, of course, my uh, episode four of our episode four uh <laughs> star wars um i'm gonna do the fourth back to the future movie but i'm actually gonna go with the funny version that i came up with okay okay and uh maybe you know what i'm gonna even throw in a little bit of teen wolf in there just just to make oh. it just to make Ooh. it a little bit of fun go so. for it go for it ever since 1985 america has been in love with the mcfly family now in 2020, Back to the Future 4, starring the original cast from the Back to the Future series and their kids. This summer, join us on a zany trip through the future. Back to the Future 4. Marty's children, Marty Jr. and Marlene McFly, are kidnapped by Biff Jr. and brought into the future. Little does he know that Marty Jr. holds a family secret and is a werewolf. Jules and Vern Brown come to the past of 2020 to get Marty and his wife help rescue their kids. Together, they find out that family isn't only blood, but it's the people you choose to be part of your family and stuff. And then there's like life lessons and they like, they like beat the bad guy and it's like in the future and there's like cool shit and stuff. And this summer, back to the future for Wolf to the Future. Yeah, that's How many times are you gonna say back to the future? Back to the future. (laughs) This summer. What are we talking about? Back to the Future. Okay, cool. Okay, yeah, that's uh, what I got. So that that worked though, man. No, it didn't. Um, <laughs> and I'm super fine with that. Uh, so yeah, that is this episode of Smack My Pitch Up. Thank you guys so much for sticking around for our stupidity. Yes. Uh, hopefully, as we're getting the studio fixed in the new spot, uh, we're we're still in the process of getting everything set up and ready to go. So uh, we should hopefully be able to be releasing episodes of Smack My Pitch Up every week moving forward. Yeah, it's been kind of touch and go with the with the moving process and everything. So hopefully we'll get moving with that. We're also hopefully going to be doing an episode of Geeks Under the Influence, the the flagship podcast on Ant Man and Wasp. So we're uh, we're hoping to get that together. We're also planning on Woo-hoo. at least once a month being uh, releasing episodes of Geeks Under the Influence, getting on a more regular schedule with that as well. So look out yep. for that. Look out for Smack My Pitch Up, Smash Talk. Uh, beautiful disasters, Geek Fathers, um, the, yes, yes. the flagship episode coming out this week as well. And uh, we also plan in the not too distant future a retooled version of Quite Contrary should be hitting the the Excellent. radio waves as well, as they say. They don't say that. We, um, no, not really. No. But you know, but but a new cadre. We're we're. I, th- I think we we've gone through our transition phase and we're getting back on it now. Yeah, getting back into so, a regular rhythm. So yeah. there's so much coming on the Geeks Under the Influence Network as well as August nineteenth. I believe that is the final date, but the way you can keep track of that is GUIPodcast.com is our GUI Geekified movie event night. We're doing Starship mm-hmm. Troopers Geekified. It's kind of a uh, 
if you've ever been to a Rocky Horror Picture Show where they throw rice and there's all sorts of like interactivity with the crowd. Well, that's it. Interaction. It's a little bit yep. interaction. So uh, we're doing that with Starship Troopers, where there's going to be all sorts of trivia and contests and and uh, script readings, and you know we're doing drunken scenes like in GUI. We're oh, doing yeah. we're all doing all sorts of silliness. That'll be August nineteenth at Fallout from uh, seven to ten p.m. That's a Sunday. And uh, also, of course, remember July fifth at uh, at Strange Ways Brewing Company in Richmond, Virginia. We're doing our beautiful disasters B movie night. America Chuck Yeah is our theme. Chuck Yeah, bro. Plenty America happening there as well. Yep, yep. So that and uh, other events, of course, GUIPodcast.com. Follow us on all our social media stuff. And uh, yeah, can say congrats to uh, Scotty P when his episode drops because it's a lot Aww. of work and a lot of thought that goes into starting a new podcast on the network. So thank you. I'm always appreciative of everybody that puts that work in. Absolutely. We're a family man. Let's keep it going. So just remember that he is a family man. So do not murder him over him reimagining <laughs> Back to the Future. Just a little bit of maiming, if you will. Maiming but, is fine. Yes. As long as he can hold his kid. You know, that's the important part there. True, true. Again, I'm Mike the Hobbit Bicket. Thank you yet again for joining us. Fetch me when I'm falling. Shut the fuck up, Hobbit. Yeah. Yeah. GUIPodcast.com We're at it again this July 5th at Strange Ways Brewing Company, the beautiful disasters B-Movie Night, Strange Beers and Stranger Movies. And for the month of July, we've got the theme of America, Chuck Yeah. The Schlockometer checklist for this movie includes Terror in the Suburbs, Double Uzis of Justice, Tanks, Guards, and Rockets, Oh My, and a Sleeveless Denim Shirt. Come out July 5th from 7 to 9 p.m. at Strange Ways Brewing Company, 2277 Dabney Road in Richmond, Virginia. It's the most American thing that you can do. This is Mike the Hobbit, direct from Fallout on a trivia night, telling you to come here every first and third Monday for trivia between 8 and 10, 25-cent wings, drink specials, prizes, and tons of really inappropriate trivia. It's a lot of fun. Do you guys agree? (laughs) Definitely come out and enjoy trivia every first and third Monday at Fallout. Everybody's talking about the Space Force. It's in the news everywhere. Well, we decided in honor of America's future in the Space Force, we are rocking another geekified movie night at Fallout. August 19th, we are doing Starship Troopers. That's right. That cult classic is coming to Fallout with our own special brand of interactive fun to go along with it. If you haven't come to a Geekified movie night before, trust me, you do not want to miss this. We give it kind of the Rocky Horror treatment with all sorts of contests and trivia and reenactments, stage readings, and plenty more. So come out August 19th for Starship Troopers Geekified. Find more information at GUIPodcast.com.